Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918. We are very fortunate to have in studio today my friend, my mentor, uh, just a guy I've, I've been very inspired by. He has a long history of success, being an influencer, being around influencers, <laughs> being around success. Uh, sometimes he is the talent, sometimes he's around the talent, uh, but nonetheless, his entire adult life, he's been he's been in that space. And so I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Steve De La Viaga. Wow, that's the nicest shit you've ever said about me. That was fantastic. <laughs> and I, I, and I would say this, you don't know this, but we, we do refer to you as our mentor, our coach. So for everybody that. listening, if you like the product, if you like our podcast, he's proud to say he's a mentor coach. If you think we're a bunch of jackasses, you may you may you may <laughs> not want to embrace hey, that. Right? Comments may will determine how long this was, boss. Now, um, you guys are uh, I was saying this earlier, two of my favorite people because it's easy to come and consume content. Because usually it's over a happy hour or a meal or a discussion. Much harder to action, actually do the work. And what I love about you guys both is from when we started to where you are and what you're doing. You are literally understood that it's about actions. Hearing it doesn't matter. Talking about it doesn't matter. Having a cigar about it doesn't matter until it's action. So these guys, I call this the evolution. They were coming to mastermind events. And now later in the next few weeks, you guys, you are our host. You are speaking in front of hundreds of agents who want to know how the recon group has done what it's done. And I love that you've gone from kind of, you know, pupil to master. And the great thing is now you've got the really the drug to learn, don't you? Like, what's oh, next? Man. What else can we be doing? Well, so it's congrats. not even that. It's, we always have that desire to learn. It's there's something about having the desire to learn and then being around somebody that you want to learn from. And yeah. there, there's a difference between the two. And I don't want to confuse our listeners because most of the time we are, <laughs> we are talking about real estate. But really, this is all about leadership. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter whether you're in the real estate space or not. If you're a manager, if you're a leader, if you're a recruiter, again, if you're in real estate, great. If you're not in real estate, uh, we refer to him as Stevie D. He, he is the man, and, and to your point, you've been a mentor and a coach to us and someone that we've wanted to learn from. But I'm going to let you kick it off here, Ryan. Let's yeah, roll. all right. Um, so uh, on that note, I really wanted to talk about you know the talent that you're around and the talent mm -hmm. that you attract. And so wanted to call this one Taming Lions because you, the, the people that you are around, and I'm not talking about these – Zoo lions. I'm talking about <laughs> actual out in the the, the this African, African jungle African with scars Simba, on their Mufasa face and, type lions. And, yeah, you know, lion eat lion with harems around. You know, big daddy. It should have been so, a wild lion. Like, wow, like, that like, sounds that, great. This is getting of, better and better. That's the kind of lions I'm talking about that you hang out with and that you surround yourself with. And so, I, I really want to know how do you identify the talent and the people that you decide that you're going to make part of your sphere of influence and who you're going to let into your camp? I'll go back to I started in real estate in 1999-2000, right? And it was very clear when there was like back then 800 Because you were 55 at that time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boy, 25, still feeling not feel 80, but um but you realize there was 800,000 realtors and you could take a 4-day test, get a C minus and then expect to make a hundred grand in the profession. And I was like, gosh, this is crazy. The barrier for entry was so low. 
And I was a technology person selling a high-end technology product to real estate. I tried to imagine that in 99, 2000, mm -hmm. right? So I finally just said, enough. It was clear. It wasn't, if people say 80, 20, or 90, 10, it's not. It's about 965 to 3.5% that do the overwhelming 60% plus of the business. And that number's growing now towards the 3.5% side. They're bigger, getting bigger, just like you guys. So I made a point early on in my career. I would, and I was one of those guys that I love the process of selling. So I'm in the Bay Area, where I'm from. I'm selling this high-end product. And, and Asians that were busy back then, you barely voicemail. There was no... You know, you didn't Google, you couldn't find people. So I literally just would go to their office and I would give flowers to the young person who was kind of the office manager and say, it's Monday, you should always start your flowers, beautiful lady, so happy to be here. And they say, oh, you're just somebody. I go, no, I'm not here to see anybody. I love this office. I do business in tech. I'm not working with any of them, but I'm acting like I'm working with all of them. Here's your flower saying, by the way, you like Starbucks? Yeah, what's your drink? Oh my God, I love a, a, a white mocha. Got it, I'm your guy. Next day I'd come back with a white mocha. Nothing, wouldn't ask for a thing. By the third day, I'm like, is Ken Callahan in? We've been missing each other. That's code for me calling him a hundred times and never calling me back. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, Ken, yeah, he'll be in around 10. You know what? Why don't you go wait back in his office? Like, That's awesome. I would do that. And I'd go back there, and I'd have cut out with me Ken's articles. Back then, everybody was glossy newspapers, glossy magazines. I'd have them with me, and I'd go, Ken, what if I showed you I could do all this for you and put it online? By the way, Ken, I'm talking to you first and only. I know Ducky Grable's in this office. I know Rick O'Callaghan's in this office. I'm only talking to you because you're one. If you tell me, Steve, get out of my office and pound sand, I'm going to go walk to Ducky's office. But I'm going to leave here with one of the top five. My hope is, Ken, it's you because Lions like to work with Lions. Talent knows talent. You know, my background, what I did, being a pro basketball player, being someone who played. So Ken and I would end up having a conversation. Inevitably, he'd go, I'll give you a shot. And I'll say, good. I'm going to treat this like a gym membership, and I am your fitness trainer. We're going to do it the right way. You're going to actually read your email. When someone calls, you're going to answer the phone. And so we would do this together. And I would not take on another client until I had 10 what I called uh, investor ready for success, meaning leads are coming in. He's winning. He's answering the phone. I'd go, great. He'd go, man, this is awesome. Now I'd earn the right to ask a question with Ken. Who else can you help me with now? No, come to lunch. I'm going to call Ducky and Rick and Timmy. I'm going to tell them we're doing this, but you can't work with anybody else but the people I bring. Absolutely, sir, because, again, talent knows talent. Lions know lions. That's how it started. So for me, everything I ever did, title insurance, technology, lead gen, et cetera, I always said, I don't care anything else. When I started with Fidelity National Title here in Arizona, our market share was 2.4%. 2.4%. Not very much. And literally, we were the number one subprime title company in the United States. We work with subprime lenders. Well, what happened in 08? Seven of our top 10 clients within 90 days were either indicted by the FBI or out of business. And we had not talked to realtors at all for five years. We were just taking that refi juice. So I started a the mastermind here in Arizona, the Callaways, Wendy and Russell Shaw, yep. uh, Dean Selvey. I invited and we didn't have any of their business. But I said, I want to meet with just the 25 top agents, and I'll never ask you for a thing. And I didn't. We met for six months. No one gave us one deal. Then it was actually really good people like the Shaws and the Cowboys that said, you've been so great. 
why don't we, we'd like to give you a deal. I say, listen, you don't have to, but if you did, we'll earn it every day for you. And then all of a sudden I got introduced to Wachovia and Wells Fargo and B of A and people that had deal flow that I could then say, well, come meet my mastermind. I'd bring them into the mastermind, the president for Wells Fargo loss mitigation for the United States. Their biggest state, shocking, was Arizona. I brought them in and I said, these are the best 25 agents in the state. They can help you solve your problem, give your consumer a better experience. And then they did. Now, what was funny was I had no control to go, Ryan, you get some, Mikey, you get some, Ashlyn, you get some. But the appearance was I brought this 6,000 transactions they were going to do in this state in the next two years to the table. You're the so rainmaker. When you, bring, when you bring Lions opportunities, they make they it work. Feed. They yeah. feed. And that's so remarkable. for me, that's how it always is. And so now in my world, guys like yourselves, you know this. We had a cigar a couple of years ago. I go, I love you guys. Here's what you should do. And I said it kind of casually like that. And that's kind of my blow off. I'm like, here's what you should do. Most people, we never talk again. Because they'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, no, you fed us. Again. You fed us. Well, and then you know what happens when you eat? Yeah, well, then you I'm get like, hungry again. Well, then I'm <laughs> like, all right, now, could you do that? Well, this meeting, uh, my, my executive admin, who is a beast about controlling my time, is like, are these guys on the do not call back list? And I go, like, <laughs> I don't have a do not call. I have a do not call back list, right? So they call in. I'm like, yeah, she, he's on the do not call back list. Because we've given these people things they didn't use. You guys used it, executed, did it, then said, hey, we got a couple tweaks. We're doing this, and it's working better than even what you said it would. And I'm like, okay, because I'm addicted to the learning thing. Come back, and you're like, well, Steve, here's what I'm doing. I'm great. Would you share that with groups? Yeah. So we start this thing. And now, like you guys know, being able to bring you to an event here in Arizona where people can learn from what you've done. And the biggest thing is, I'll tell them up front, it's your action. There's no theory, there's no tactic or model that is going to help you more than taking action. And what I love about both of you is you weren't like a perfect straight line to winning. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, I'm over here. Well, that didn't work as good. Come over here. It's this. But when you're constantly going forward, you win. And you guys did it. So um, my key takeaway from all that was we don't ever uh, give Sandra flowers when we come in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> She's out there yeah. every morning. You should be bringing flowers and, to your poor executives. She actually hands me my checks. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So uh, or at least know what her favorite Starbucks drink is and do that. Another good tactic. She's always on our Christmas list, but uh, we can do better. Yeah, so one, one of the struggles when you're, you're talking with talent, and I know we have a lot of people that uh, listen to this podcast that not only are in sales but in, in leadership roles or running sales teams, mm -hmm. not everybody can run the marathon. At, right. at some point, most people, the talent runs out or you've extracted the most that you're going to get out of them or – through a myriad of different factors, it's time to put the talent out to pasture. And sometimes our mistake is we try to hang on to them as, as long as we can, which is now lost time. But, you know, how, how do you identify when it's time to cut ties? Like, so that this way, it's a precursor for us. So when we know that we're getting handled this way, we know we're getting put to <laughs> <laughs> How do we make well, it on the do not call back yeah, list? <laughs> that's right. The do not call back list is growing as of today. Um, I will say this. You, you have to get caught up with the fact that you can't save people from themselves. So when you have your standard, and again, when I had a team of three, my standards were super high. I was a beast. I demanded them to be beasts. But as you want to grow with, you can't also grow depth. That's a myth. And so when I was managing three people in 
you know, 2003, my three people were ninjas. Now, when I went to 25 in 2008, I had, you know, I mean, I fired 22 of the 25 in the first 90 days. And then I told myself I can have C's that are either lack of knowledge or runway that I'm trying to make better. I can have four to six of those, and i got to move them up or out in the next 90, 120 days. I, B's you can win with, but I need A's where A's are required. You can't go hunt Ryan and Mike with a lamb because lions eat lambs, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't work well for you. Right. You smell a lamb a mile away, you go, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. When, you sm- when lions meet lions, they go, okay, I'm willing to hear what you got. So for me, when I see somebody trending out, I always go to them and I have a rule. How you exit says so much more than how you enter. And I'll say to somebody, hey, here's the scoreboard and you can see you're not where you were six months, years, years. It bothers me. Does it bother you? And if it doesn't, we got to have a different conversation. And some people say, look, I'm in this thing another six months. I say, great, let's trend out in six months. Let's see what that looks like. Or I don't want to work as hard. And I say, great, what if I found you a place you could do that in? Because sometimes, unless I'm trending out too, it doesn't work for me that you're trending out you and I'm trying be, to you grow. You might be ready mm-hmm. for the zoo. Yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, if you're a good leader, part of our job is to go, if you want that. You and I both know there's a ton of teams that a, a pretty good person can be on and do okay with. And they can stay there for years. It's just not your team. Right. Because your team is like, hey, we're growing. We're making calls. We're answering the phone. So if you're not willing to do that, that, I always say this. I tell people all the time. I used to have people at Fidelity. I'd go, listen, make me your recommendation. I'm firing you in three weeks. But you're not getting fired today. So make me a recommendation. Go interview. Tell them to call me. And I'll say, oh, my God, I love Rob. Which I do. You're a great human. I won't say you're super hardworking. I won't say you're killing it. That would be a lie. What I'll say is he's intelligent, smart. He's been in the business a long time, got great experience. I would help Rob get a job because it's easier to get a job when you have a job. So I didn't, no one ever, I always said with me, you're not going like this. Oh my God, is he mad at me? Is he coming from behind me? I was two Mack Trump high beams coming like this, 50, 60, 80, 100 feet out. You knew I was coming. So and then people were like, at least you get treated me right. I go, no, no, I'm going to treat you right. Because if, you're, if, you're, if I don't do that, if then I can't leave. Right, yeah. If I end right, I'm going to help you get a job. It just can't be here, mm-hmm. okay? Because I, I need someone who wants to wake up every day and go, go hunt, go, go after that gazelle. Because remember, the lion wakes up going, i got to be just to eat. i got to be faster yeah. than the slowest gazelle. Well, there, there it is, Ryan. When we hear from Steve, um, <laughs> make you know. me your recommendation. <laughs> hey, guys, i got a great coaching. Was that your takeaway? i got a great coaching recommendation for you guys, let me tell you. All right. Uh, last question in this, and, and uh, I know Ryan wants to jump in as well. Um, okay, a lot of people start with the killer instinct. Your, mm-hmm. your, your killers are your killers. But how do you keep the killer instinct in them? How do you keep them hungry? Um, the one thing you can never outsource as their leader is your vision and your accountability to them. Right? You can outsource everything else, but you can't outsource the vision of why they're here and then the accountability that you require. They'd be like a coach not ever calling a play or never caring about the score. It wouldn't work very long. right? So... As a leader, for me, when I keep you motivated, I keep saying, all right, when we build companies, we're in growth mode. It's awesome. We're building the boat. We're on an island. We're cutting down trees. We are creating building of this boat, what the hull to look like, et cetera. Now, after two years, now boat's built. 
Now we're pushing that thing into the water. Now we've got to go from boat builder to ship's captain. Now we've got to be more strategic. Now I've got to have people that understand how do you maintain revenue because we've built it really fast. Now we've got to keep it. Whereas when you're starting and you're building something from scratch, you guys knew, when you started, every deal you got mattered. Now you're like, okay, is it a good or a bad deal? Are we doing this the right way? Was this an investment deal we can make more money on? Why wasn't it brought to us? You're more strategic. Boat building and ship captaining are not the same thing. And I've learned in my life I can do both, but I'm much more excited and comfortable in the boat building process. Hmm. So lots of times I tell people that I work with, hey, I'm going to build this boat for three to five years. I'm not staying to you know, take it out to sea and, and run it around island to island. But I'm, I'm not gonna going down it. with the ship whenever it comes time to do well, that. Well, it's, it's some people, I have friends of mine, I, and I usually recruit them over to take over what I built to go be the ship's captain. Okay. Some people are really good at like, oh, it's already built, thank God. Now I'm going to put in systems and models that will consistently be about what you're at here. For me, if it's not growing, I'm not attracted to it. If it's not growth-oriented, I'm not excited about it. I don't want to be in a business that I'm not attracted to or excited about. So once I build it, I tell my investor or my boss or my partner, hey, I'm about, we're about a year out from me being out of this. So let's, I've got these four guys that are great ship's captains. I want you to interview them. Let's bring one of them in. Let's get them integrated, get them started. Because I've learned trying to be both doesn't work. So we all have to decide as leaders, what's our vision? Are you a boat builder or ship captain? And then how you're going to score this for your team. Because when my team... When someone's in trouble, I, I don't. They don't hear from me. I hear from them. Hey, man, I missed my quarter this week by fifteen percent. Will not. Ha you watch next week. So I'll just text them on Friday morning. How do we do? Question mark. I get all. So your scoreboard and your vision. You've got to still be the leader of every day. All right. Well, this is a, a reason why uh, we refer to Stevie D as <laughs> our coach. Uh, this is Steve De La Viaga. Uh, and it's very you, good considering you practice that thing like for 10 minutes. It's really good. Wait, wait till I've had yeah, a couple of You need one, more, you yeah, need one yeah, more drink yeah. of that scotch. You'd be <laughs> perfect. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and if you'd like to learn more uh, about Stevie D, uh, especially if you're in the real estate space um, and you're running a team, managing a team, and you like to, to, to maybe, I don't even know if you coach them and, and, and things like that, but if you'd like to some more information about Stevie D or our team, the Recon Group, all you got to do is text the word LION to AZ. Nope, not AZ. 623-AZ-RECON. Again, nice. text the word LION to 623-AZ-RECON. And that's lion like the animal, not lion like you're full of shit. So make sure we're <laughs> concentrating on this, okay? Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.